I'll have to do one. There we go. We're back to clapping again. What's going on, everybody? It's the F word here for you for another week. I'm your host, G, and with me is Vass and Anthony. Vastany. How you guys okay, doing? Okay, we're not dating. Yeah, you can't. We're not, we're not like that. I can't come up with a nickname. Well, I don't no. know. It's not a couple nickname. If you're going to make one up, you got to make one up for all of us together. Well, G just kind of throws a wrench into the whole thing, That's metaphorically speaking. G whiz. On you. Okay, okay. I okay. have a new name now. Oh, jeez. Oh, Here we go. Oh, yeah. I think I you, yeah. Did you say it last time? Wait, I can't remember. Well, no. Big well, last memes. one was Big Memes. Right. But also, was awkward. So, Nick, the man you may remember, Nicholas, gave the name The Meme Machine, and I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. That is good. Mm-hmm. Also, big congrats to our comrade, Nicholas, for the birth of his second child, mm-hmm. little Alexia, Alexia Hope. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we wish him and his wife... All the joys in the world. Obviously, with his first one, too. Sophia, come on. I don't really care anymore. But she I mean, <laughs> she's fresh. This one's fresh. Yeah, exactly. She will be a week on Monday already. Oh, yeah. It's Friday. Yeah, man. It is Friday. It's Friday. Uh, we're not recording on Thursday. I mean, Fridays are probably the better ones because for some reason... Sorry. Fridays are better to record because Thursdays seem to always have a bunch of shit. Sorry. Fridays always seem to have shit that comes up well, during the day. if I go to Landmark, I'm going to be working like... These are prime days, so I'm not to be working like till midnight. So, so we're gonna have to switch the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. I don't know. We'll have to switch to recording on Wednesdays. Well, never really. I'm a university student now, so I got like lots of free time. Well, I know, but we still have you know eight lives, eight to five jobs or whatever. Must be nice. No, no, because we don't have the free time. It must it's be nice seven for you because you have like, you're not... seven to four thirty. I'm eight to four thirty. Oh, you get an extra hour. Having two. Wait, how long's your lunch break? Half hour. Oh, so so is mine. Well, that's because that's how we get the EDOs. Oh, right. We work that extra hour each day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a good time, whoever's listening to us. Um, Or watching us. Or watching us. Um, We are going to be starting to do more videos once again. And essentially, it's just going to be us releasing clips. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the full episode, like kind of what we used to. We used to release clips a while back. If you go back in our YouTube channel before it was just audio, we had a bunch of clips from the actual show itself. So we're going to go back to doing that. You can also find them on Instagram and IGTV. Uh, and not I think... Uh, oh, what? sorry. You know, I was going to mention that. Not how mad I am with Entertain Facts, though. Like, oh. I had so many clips of this show that I literally spent like an hour. I was going to say hours, but it was more like an hour just working on like the video game clips, the Lion King clip. That Lion King clip And it's clip all was awesome. gone now. Like, there's nowhere else, so I'm sad. Well, there's only a couple you clips. Save it makes you feel, if it makes you feel better, I spent you know way too much time making true, videos in general. But they're still there. Yeah. But yeah, no, my phone uh, yeah, they're not going had like a 24 gigabyte thing, so okay. I had like, con- like always deleting things, because I had to like, with like, uh, making facts and all that crap. Now it's 64 gigabyte. should have got an external hard drive, man. For Apple? Oh, right. Apple. Stupid. 
Do you see, have new phones? Not that there's anything wrong. I got the Note 10. I just got the Note 10 Plus. AKA his serving tray. Basically. It's the flagship phone now for most of Android, I guess you could say. It's massive. Uh, I downgraded This This comes with 250 gigs. Hmm. And I have a 32 gig extra hard drive on it. Like a See, little... mine, I didn't go for the 10 plus. I just went for the regular 10. So it's smaller than my old phone, but I'm enjoying it more because mm-hmm. I just don't need it that big. Well, sometimes, I yeah. No. I, I miss the Note because like, I had the Note 7. Those are the ones that were blowing up and they recalled. I think yeah. I had the same thing. Note 7 or Note 8. I think we both had a Note at the same time. I don't think you've ever had a Note. Mm-hmm. Have you? Mm-hmm. Was it the 4 maybe? No. It was actually quite recently. It's like three uh, phones ago. I, you got the Note 7 as well, you think? Either the Note the one 7 that was blowing or the Note up. 8. No, my last one was an 8, so I had the one before that. So you had the, the Note no- 6. You probably didn't have the Note. You Dude, had I had the Note stylus. with the stylus. You just never me. used it? No, because it's silly. Mm. It's silly. No, it's not. It's true. No, it's not. Anyways, uh, the F word is a uh, proud affiliate of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. And uh, the Saskatchewan Podcast Network is in cahoots with Connexus Credit Union as uh, the main sponsor. So if you have any issues with your money problems, if you're trying to figure out how you can pay for those movie tickets or those streaming services, you can hashtag money talk to Connexus Credit Union or go to www. Shit, I lost it. I lost it. Wait, just wait. It's a weird URL. Just yeah. wait. Just wait. Shit. Just wait. ConnexusMoneyTalk.ca. That's the one. Oh, they just, yeah, it's a CA. It's not like they just want to get the information out, like an ORG. Anyways, that way you can start feeling confident and stress-free about your money. So, yeah, check out Connexus if if one is so inclined. Might have to with these university textbooks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you started your classes yet? Oh, yeah. Uh, Today was my third day of class. And how was that? So, first day fucking sucked man like honest to god so backstory here i've been told i'm a lot like my uncle in the terms of school where in high school we both did jack shit but still like made honor roll all four years and had like a high grade but really just like didn't study didn't do homework just showed up and that was it Mm -hmm. and that's all i did and i would always just like fuck around in class like i wouldn't be a dick i just kind of like do my own thing like play tetris or whatever (laughs) but uh yeah so i go to on Wednesday, we had university, and I had statistics 100 and econ 201. Okay. And it is fucking hard. Like, it is intense. It's not just like, you know, the teacher's there explaining what they're writing. Like, today in stats, my teacher did not explain what he was doing. Just for a full hour straight, was writing this formula on the board and doing this question. And I'm just sitting there like, where the fuck is he gathering these numbers from? So, yeah, it's a lot of, it's just <laughs> a big jump. For those in high school, for four years, I was excited to leave high school. But just enjoy your time. You can just slack off and just have like minimal effort in everything you fucking do and still like be very good at it because come university, it's a big change. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have business and anthropology and those classes seem like pretty easy. So it's whatever. You take psych? I might next time. You should. I, I th- took stats, math, psych, um, and one other one that I forget. I think I took chemistry. I don't remember. Stat, Yeah, stats, math, psych, and one more. I forget what it was, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, no, it is a... Uh, Psychology is, uh, is a cool one, if you have a good teacher. No, my teacher is interesting. He's like uh, Colombian, so... My teacher, at the time, he got kicked out of the school because oh. he had a lot of allegations against him, you know, mm. with other students. Oh. And to the point where he wasn't allowed to have his door closed if a student was in his office. 
this guy actually served on the OJ trial as a psychologist. Like he was a part of the OJ trial. So then it go it begs the question, how is this top of the line psychologist teaching a bunch of fuckheads in Regina, Saskatchewan? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In the first like psych 101, right? Where you're just learning about the a lot of the basics. And this guy's done some pretty pretty impressive work. And they ended up kicking him out halfway through. So we got a new teacher after no one heard from him again. That is literally the stories you hear. Like everyone's like, where were all these teachers that want to bang students when I was in school? And there you go, G. Too bad it was the wrong gender, but you know, almost there. <laughs> sure. All oh. right. Mm-hmm. Let's you get phrase to it. That was not a good way to phrase <laughs> it. Uh, let's get into the stuff. The stuff. Yeah. I'm going to say this twice. Okay. Um, we're going to do this new thing on the show. And we have already won already from our good friend Arturo. Arturo saw It Chapter 2 last night. And we didn't get a chance to see it. It's already out. Yeah. And Arturo, I asked him if he could send us a review, and he wrote us up a review. So I don't know, should we do that now, or should we do that towards the middle or the end? You already mentioned it. Might as well do it now. I'll do it now. But (laughs) this is also an open call to anybody that has a show, a new movie, even an old show that we may not have seen or other people that may not have seen. Uh, a song, whatever it is, and you want to write a little blurb about it, send it to us at the F word podcast at gmail.com. That's the F word, T H E E F word podcast at gmail.com. And just send your review in to say, hey, this is who I am. This is my review. And obviously, for the first little bit, we don't know how many we're going to get, but we're going to read it on the show. And that's what we want to do is we are as many as we can. If we end up being super lucky to have like 10 of them and if they're we'll try to weed out if they're all the same review we'll try to you know pick the best ones and by best ones i mean just you know one that's able to convey their message make it spoiler free if you can unless but, it's like uh, super old unless, like, if you're unless about, like, it's old, old show yeah, yeah. or movie yeah but even then if it's an old show like let's say it's like the lord of the rings like my buddy's watching the lord of the rings for the first time now that's right and i'm not going to tell him anything of course because I don't want to spoil it for him because he actually he's gone this far without getting spoiled. So which I, is surprising. which is surprising. I just know like you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. No, I just know the guy. Oh, yeah, falls we have this conversation. We have, but anyways, I'll, I'll mention it <sighs> again. But I want to get to Arturo's. I want to get a soundbite for this. Maybe make it a, like as part of a segment. But anyways, this is Arturo. You can find him at Arturo Music Man on Instagram. This is Arturo's review of It Chapter Two. You're ready. Maybe. All right. This is, this is verbatim. I'm not changing anything. I'm not doing anything. Oh, man. Where do I begin? I just got home from the theater, and I want to start by saying I enjoyed this movie very much. Not as good as the first, but still. The cast was great. The movie was well-paced, and I believed Andy Muachietti has done a great service to not only the fans of these movies, but to the man responsible for the source material, Stephen King himself. Now, to make things clear, I've never read the It novel, but had seen the TV miniseries as a child, and I sure as hell remember the fear Tim Curry brought my way whenever he came on screen. I'm older now, so I don't quite see the fear of a clown as I once did, but Bill Skarsgård conveys a creepiness creepiness with his character that oddly at times brings a bit of charm along with it. It really makes the viewer wonder if you were in these characters' shoes, would you fall for this clown's tricks? All the while knowing what his true intentions would be if you did. Although it is a horror, is a horror movie. There was definitely moments and plenty of comedy. Moments of plenty with comedy. Moments of plenty with comedy. Much of which came from Bill Hader, who I heard going in was the standout, which I would agree. That being said, I feel the actor who played Ben J. Ryan also did a phenomenal job in this. 
Ryan portrays Ben as someone who is trying to keep the other's heads above ground while working to come to terms with his own past and does so in a way that makes you truly believe his actions and sympathize with the characters, with his character. Lastly, for the positives, I enjoyed some changes made for certain characters that brought positive close positive closer that wasn't shown in the miniseries positive closure closure sorry yes i love the insanely close resemblance the adult actors had with the child actors some truly great casting and last would be a cameo from someone who i did not expect to see in this movie at all which was really nice to see probably not (laughs) now as far as the negatives go again he doesn't say now, as far as the negatives go, there was only two at the moment that come to mind. One is a scene where some music plays shortly for laughs and it felt done in poor taste, as though it was done for a cheap chuckle, which took me out of the movie for a quick second. Oh, do you want to get the thing? The other negative I had was the heavy reliance of CGI. Many scenes look too computerized and it took away from the fear factor a bit. I feel as though they could have had some practical effects that would be grounded that would have grounded the fear more and had the audience feeling as though this was something they could experience in real life that would creep them out or scare them. I gotta say, all in all, I had a great time with this movie and would recommend it to others if you get a chance to see it in theaters. I definitely would. And probably, I definitely would again. So that was Arturo's review of It. Cool. I liked it. It's pretty well uh, done. Pretty standard. Like, not the review, but like what, from what I've heard, everybody's kind of said the same lines. So it's kind of like not better than the first one. Damn, this guy reviews way better than me. We yeah. should have done this a lot We should time do. Ago. I had a thought. For the video, because it wouldn't work very well. Like audio form, like you reading, it would work. But if we could ask them to actually record themselves doing the review, just reading mm. it off to put it actually in the video. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the way Stardust lets people do it, but they can just send it directly to us, and we can put it on YouTube. I have no idea what Stardust is, but probably. Stardust is you can get it. I've done it before. I did one review on Stardust where you can go and actually review on the fly something you just saw and put mm-hmm. it up to Stardust, and then you oh, know, it's an app. Oh, yeah, okay, it's an app. Okay. But anyways, that was Arturo's review. Arturo, man, thank you so much for. Uh, reviewing that for us because uh, we seem to have been dropping the ball or be dropping the ball a bit on the movie thing. So I think this is a much better way to get more of the fans involved. Next movie review, Joker. Yeah. I might go see that, not with you guys. I was going to say, okay, I was going to suggest we should go together since we haven't gone for like, well, that's fine. Next time. Next Star Wars. Um, Anyways, yeah. So that was that. So again, if you want to send your review in, just email us at the F4 podcast at gmail.com with whatever you've seen that you want to review or you want to put out there, and we'll take a look at it. For instance, I would like to review and make sure that everyone is aware of a little show on Netflix called Rake, R-A-K-E. It stars the guy that's been a bad guy in every 90s movie, and he's now just a funny fucker, man. Willem Dafoe. No. It's an Australian TV show. It's really good. Also, another one I highly recommend is Wentworth. One of the characters, or a couple of characters, is in this as well. However, Richard Richard Roxborough, he plays a character named Cleaver Green. He's fucking hilarious. This show is hilarious. Drops off a lot in the fifth season, though. I'm on fifth season right now, and I'm just kind of like are there? five. Oh, it ended. Um, yeah, it ended recently. But anyways, I think in 2018 it ended. Hmm. But it's this fucking guy. I'll show you guys. You guys can't see. It's this guy. He was the bad guy, or the bad guy's henchman in Mission Impossible 2, and he was also the bad guy. I think it's an extraordinary gentleman or something. Hmm. He's in a couple other things. And too. a couple other things. Every time he's in American shows, he's always the bad guy. Well, in this one, he's just hilarious. Like, he plays this lawyer who's a druggie and a gambler and all that stuff, and everybody's always at, like, is shit's always happening. He, well, his name's Cleaver Green, but I think rake is a term. Uh, I think it's an Australian term for somebody that's just... Just uh, 
I don't know. It's like calling somebody a dick in a way. I don't know. I don't yeah. know the exact. If you're from Australia, just let me we know. Yes, a rake. Someone who's just scraping by. And I, I mean, he's a oh, hey, that could be it, too. But he's a lawyer, so that wouldn't make sense. No, he's not a very successful one. Oh, okay, he's a so. very good one, though. He's one. It's one of those things where he is brilliant. He's extremely well-read. Like He quotes a lot of old-school literature, so he's a very intelligent guy. Um, but he just does a bunch of dumb shit, and he always gets himself in a bunch of stuff because he always just flies by the seat of his pants. But anyways, it's very good. So that's one thing that I would recommend. It's been out for a while. But I recommend it. So the word rake is used to describe someone who leads an immoral lifestyle. There you go. That's him. It's so good. I don't know where you draw the line. So it's Well, dude, watch the show and you'll see. In British English, the word. So it's British English is where they British derived English? it okay. from. Yeah. But it's an Australian made show. It's it's really good. I, I'm splitting hairs, same language. Yeah. Soph and I are enjoying the hell out of it again except for the fifth season because you're kind of like you guys are kind of shooting so the it's moon like here but yeah i guess so but I think still three, those first four seasons are great yeah maybe. three and done yeah. no four I, I took me a while to finish four anyways all of that is to say that again it doesn't have to be something super current just send it in do you guys have anything you want to let the fans know i've been watching american pie this week the, the first one well all like a lot of them i think i'm uh, there's like those two MTV ones. Yep. I watched like 15 minutes of the first one and said this is fucking awful and turned it off. Oh, wow. But I'm halfway through the reunion, which I've already seen. I just don't remember. But yeah, I've just watched them all like the first, second, third. And uh, even the spinoffs or just the yeah, main American I saw uh, the band camp. Okay. Then there was like two other spinoffs. Beta House. Yeah. We're Beta all, House. And then there's Beta the, House. Uh, Naked Miles. Miles other Naked, like, yeah, Naked Miles. Yeah. I only watched. I've only seen the ones that the main. Uh, revolved around the main characters. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think Bandcamp was awful. I thought it was actually like whatever because he was at least in the movies. But yeah, those like, MTV spinoffs are fucking. I can't even like. It wasn't even funny. It just was. Bad. I can't even. I can't even. I'm a yeah. Sorry, I forgot no. to clap last time. But no, it's pretty funny. I don't know. That's it. That's not. That's not a movie to like review yeah. like in depth. It's just a funny movie. Yeah, I'm enjoying. I, it. I watched the first one a couple months ago. I don't know if it holds up as well, but it's still pretty funny. Like when he tells Sherman, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. Still funny. Yeah. Still funny. Sherman, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> he is, I don't think, you would know this. He reminds me of just Thad Castle. Like he just walked off American Pie onto yeah. BMS. Well, I would say that Thad Castle is probably yeah. him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Based Tom, he tried years. to. But yes. Very, and they sound alike too. Oh my, well, on the top, same person. On top of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Vasily, do you have anything? I've just been rewatching How Met Your Mother. So oh, yeah. actually there's supposed to be a trivia night at one of the local bars. pub bars here. And it just fell on a weird night, unfortunately. And I think it was on a Wednesday, happen. Nick said. Yeah, it was on a Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. So um just didn't work out. I was like, ah, crap. So I'm rewatching it just to refresh my memory. I just got to wonder what kind of questions they would ask. But I'm not only watching it just for that. Just just I'm in between. I'm like, I don't want to commit to anything new. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll just rewatch something I know. I have to make one announcement. Mm. Uh, my wife got me a new PS4 for hey, our anniversary. So she's the best. And well, PS5 thank you. coming out next year. I know. Jesse helped her, and he talked her out of getting a PS4 Pro because we clearly don't have a 4K TV. And by mm. clearly, that doesn't make any sense. We don't have a 4K TV. So, I'm, uh, Jesse, big ups to you as well for not steering her into the wrong direction. But I'm glad because I was having to delete a lot of shit. Also, Cyberpunk's coming out for the PS4, and I've had my PS4 since the first day. Wait, so there's something wrong with your PS4? Like, I just storage wise, storage wise, oh, the five hundred gig, yeah, or two fifty five hundred. Uh, oh, I think it was a two fifty actually. I had to delete a lot of stuff. 
And, so. I, and I have an external hard drive attached to it now. Yeah. And I I'll put everything on there and I still have so much room. Mm-hmm. Plus, See, it, might, it, it moves faster. It's quicker. I might have to do that anyway. Just because... Um, I plugged it. I plugged in an external hard drive towards you. I think I might have to regardless because like I'll play sometimes downstairs. That one's actual 4K TV. But if, I, if my roommate's watching something and I want to play my game, yeah, I won't have that game. Sure. So if I have it on the hard drive, I can just bloop, pop it in. Done. The fuck the battery's about to die. Just let it die until it dies. Okay. And then but we'll yeah. see what we can get out of this. Anyways, so yeah, yeah my wife's the best. Um, Did she get you a special one? Is just a basic one? No, just a basic. The, um, that are one it, it was it was the terabyte, the slim. Well, you know what a lot of people but have been it works doing, out actually. perfect for Cyberpunk that's coming out for the PS4 because I don't think it's coming out for the PS5. I think so. It, I think it probably will get. Oh they, no, because it's backwards compatible. Exactly. I think a lot of people have been actually like tearing open their PS4s and putting in like solid state drives, mm-hmm. uh, hard drives. So those basically like make it run way faster no matter how much yeah. data is on there so you could just load it the hell up and I know a lot of people have been doing that with their PS4s and then it lasts way longer mm-hmm. essentially it's just a computer so you just swap out parts and make it work but see as soon I haven't as you done do that, anything huh? your warranty is done yeah it's Which true is fine but like if you fuck it up it's done yeah but that's at your own risk exactly yeah no I haven't done any of that surprisingly mine's lasted this long it's done really great and I gave it to this guy, and it's probably going to run great. Plus, it's a year, and I don't have to worry about anything. And Reddit Online apparently is having this massive update that people are super excited for. So mm. I'm going to get back onto that. And that same day, Greedfall comes out, and I'm actually really curious about Greedfall. So is this going to... Are they trying to, like... I guess they have to. I was going to say, are they really, like, still pushing for Red Dead Online? Because it just seems like... They are, and it seems to be something that a lot of people are actually getting excited about. Like, they're making factions. They're implementing a lot of stuff. It's still in beta, technically. Essentially, all I could see the big benefit people would love doing is just you run heists together with people or trains, uh, broad banks. Some, Whatever you do in the game, you just to do an ex- online. To an extent. They, you can have your crew. You can go around terrorizing people yeah. if you want, doing some shit. Um, there's a story linked into it, but a lot of people don't like it. I've only played, like, an hour of it. Yeah. I might go back into it because I still have a character in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have noticed that even just downloading games or downloading stuff onto the, this new PS4, it's already faster. Because before I'd have to wait hours. Like we're talking five hours. That's more or your something. internet connection than anything. But no, I have it hardwired in. It's also the processing it is power. The, processor. Of the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the processing power too. is through the roof on this thing. That's why PS5, man, it will load games like GTA 5, they said. Like actually load it like the loading yeah. screen that takes like five years. That's where second. solid state's probably coming in, and yeah. the processor mm-hmm. bumped way up. But anyways, let's get PC. to some news. Let's get some the actual real yes, sh- yes. Sh- sh- stuff. Um, where do you guys want to start? Do you guys want to start with some uh, trilogy news? Do you guys want to start with some? Uh, oh, are it. you are you doing another? Whoa. There we go. Well, what's the What's the most interesting for a video wise to start? Uh, oh, with? you mean for this? I would say that the Dave Chappelle thing is actually quite interesting, but you guys haven't seen it, have you? No. Okay. But I've heard great things about okay. it, though. So we've got the Dave Chappelle special, then the controversy around that. <laughs> would you guys stand around for eight minutes clapping? No, it hurts my hands. I was—I I don't know what feel I was that's doing. a little excessive. Well, Joker got an eight-minute mm-hmm. standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And again, this movie's getting nothing but good things said about yeah. it, which is awesome. But I mm-hmm. don't think that I could like give anything an eight-minute of almost anything this, like a clap. Think like, about it, though. This is a film festival geared towards all the artsy mm-hmm. people in the industry. Sure. So to them, that's how they showed their appreciation. And us at a theater... Not gonna happen. Yeah. Not even a bit. No. 
Like but Avengers think- barely gets like woos. woos. Like it gets some I hype. Wo- I wooed. I, I enjoyed. I I did it a couple times. Who who would woo? <laughs> would you? Would you woo? Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, basically, like you get a few like exciting. The reaction videos are pretty awesome, but mm-hmm. not the theaters. Great. Not the theaters we're at. Too small and. The fanboys aren't there. I think if you go in like the night release, the like the midnight release, you'd probably get a few. Mm-hmm. But any other night, you're not going to get as much of a reaction as you would the initial one. So, with the Joker standing ovation, eight minutes, that's pretty amazing for sure. But it definitely speaks what, to the what's crowd. What's amazing that it got an eight minute standing ovation? Yeah, people or... actually stood up there and clapped for eight minutes. Now, were they just clapping at the screen? Were they clapping because Joaquin Phoenix and the director walked on as well? Like, was it? A I con- think it was just credits roll. From, from what I understand, oh. the movie ended and people started clapping out of elation for how good it was. Well, like that's, that's the industry, I, I think. But mm-hmm. I think what also happens, and Anthony, you can answer first. Would you clap or for eight minutes? No. Well, I don't think people actually clapped eight minutes straight. I think it's kind of like supposedly it was like eight. But minutes. like if it's a whole like theater, like not every guy is not everybody's going to go clapping. No, eight I'm not. Minutes. I'm not saying. Yeah, everybody. but don't really I'm like, saying it got eight minutes worth of. You clapping. don't want to be the one. I clap for max one minute. This is what I'm. Well, and this is the other thing I was talking to somebody about it, and he's like, "Could you do it?" I'm like, "I don't even think I could do it for one minute." In fact, I think while extremely necessary in in certain circumstances, the minute moment the moment of silence is really long. Like it feels like it's longer than a minute. Mm-hmm. But I think what's really happening is that they just don't know when to stop because they don't want to be the one that stops clapping. And so it's this game of chicken and they're all looking around at, okay, is he stopping? Is he stopping? That guy's a writer. That guy's a stream screenplay. I'm trying to sell my show to this guy or my movie to this guy. Yeah. If I'm seen to stop clapping Will it look bad on me? Yeah. And so nobody stops. And eventually after eight minutes, their hands just get tired. Probably the politics behind it more than anything. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not going to be good. This movie's going to, this movie's officially kicking off the Oscar season as of October 4th. Sure. But I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, it's probably, what was that one thing we talked about um, a while back? And it was, I don't know if it was the laughing or if it was a reaction to something and you don't know what to do. And, and so you kind of, overcompensate for the reaction that you're supposed to give or you think was this when we're talking about getting praised and just like yeah not respond? so it's kind of like not knowing yeah. how to respond with a praise in this case it's like you're in a room full of people that are clapping it's like when do we fucking stop this it's been well, seven and a half minutes already. honestly i probably the actors and anyone involved are still gonna clap for it because they're gonna clap for their colleagues that they work with and you know everyone's just gonna clap it's just the way it is but just, the eight minutes seems excessive, and well, no, I would not clap for eight I minutes. I looked into it just to see like average time, and the longest was at Cannes, I think the festival Cannes Festival. Cannes, Cannes. Okay, Cannes? I was gonna say Cannes. I don't sound like Cannes. I've heard Cannes. Okay, well Cannes Film Festival. Cannes, if you're feeling nasty. Longest one was just over twenty minutes. Damn. And they said like average is four. Like, oh, fuck, Come on, man! You gotta have <laughs> these well, facts. I was a lot. Like, I, was, I was looking down the list. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth was that, 22 minutes. Jesus. Jeez. I never even seen that movie. That's a great movie. Uh, yeah, they've got like lots that were like interesting. Eight minutes and like around that. They said 10 minutes, 10 to 15 is like average. Oh, so this for, is for like really, for like good, average. like good stuff. Well, not sub because it's like something like about five minutes. So it's not like, I know. I don't know. <laughs> that's still really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. There you go. Yeah. Well, cool. then that's, that's good for Joker, I guess. Mm-hmm. All eight minutes of that. So it looks like, because I know there's a lot of, uh, Marvel wants Robert Downey Jr. to get an Oscar, and now people are saying Joker is going to go head to head against 
Robert Downey Jr. I haven't seen the Joker movie, but I don't think that Downey is going to no. get an Oscar. It would be funny, though, if uh, Joaquin Phoenix wins. The only two people to get Oscars in superhero movies will be Jokers. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Except for Black Panther, got an Oscar for but like, music actually, like, and stuff. You mean just like, an actor, yeah, like an individual actor? Not so you mean performance wise? Suicide Squad also got an Oscar, and you know, like that's the same. What got Gross. Suicide Squad? It was got that an Oscar? Makeup. Oh, also, by the way, anybody thinking Clint Eastwood is not dead? That is a hoax. There's this hoax going around. I, I just saw that. it 20 minutes ago that is saying that Clint Eastwood died from a heart attack. He is still very much alive and very much kicking ass. Or by the time this episode comes out, he actually dies. Awkward. Fuck. Awkward. Shut up. Just setting ourselves up for. <laughs> um. Brendan Fraser is in for a Mummy Four if it has that essential ingredient, which I believe he mentioned was fun. Dude. Interesting. Have you seen the Mummies? Yes, the a originals. While ago. Yeah, I recently watched the first one and the second one, and I put on the third one. The third one's terrible. Yeah, the third one's horrid. Terrible, terrible. Uh, the, um, because they got rid of Rachel Weisz and they one. made it a comedy. Like they made it like slapstick humor that you'd show your five-year-old yeah. kid, and which is an insult to five-year-old kids now. Because I'm looking at this, I'm like. I, not even a and, five-year-old would yeah. find this funny. Yeah. I don't know. He's missing a lot. I hope he gets a movie because I just feel bad for the guy. Yeah. Well, he's he's so, he big seems mouth, like such a nice guy. I think. Is he he was the guy mouth? in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? The guy who got no. the no. cop? No. no. No? Who's that guy? Nathan Fillion. That's yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nathan this? Fillion's a, a legend. Wait, Nathan Fillion's not in it, is he? No, no, no. No, you're Fraser. thinking of CJ. Fraser. You're thinking of CJ, aren't you? For what? Brooklyn no, CJ is also no, he not was, well, he was in that. I get that. I understand oh. that. That's what I'm thinking he thinks. When is. Jake oh. and Rosa went to that like Hollywood like sets. Nope, that's not. That's oh, not that is Nathan Fillion. That is Nathan. Yeah, on oh, that one, that's Nathan okay, Fillion, yeah, but it's yeah, not yeah. Brendan Fraser. This is Brendan Fraser. Okay, they kind of look alike. Like, uh, slightly. Kind, yeah, like he's so. the older version. <laughs> I don't think so. If you look at a young Fraser's photo. Fraser's not at age well. He's a good Canadian guy. We like our Canadians. But those first two were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were a lot of fun. And that's the thing he wants. Like, he wants them to be fun. He doesn't want them to be serious. Obviously, The Last Mummy didn't go very well when they were trying to connect it to a universe, and they screwed the pooch on that. Um, hmm. But are you oh, guys yeah. interested in a fourth one? You know what, man? I like, don't know. You know what I like about that, though? Like, he's, like, saying, like, I want to do this just to have fun. And yeah. that's a, like, at least he's honest. Like, he's not, like... I'd be interesting what they come up with for a script or mm-hmm. any concept of an idea to try to make something because i don't know the first two worked really well with each other third one was way out to park with uh uh oriental or you know i can't remember what happened it was it was with that jet lee as he was the mummy and he raised his uh, army and so i don't know it was kind of weird it was really weird see honestly i'm having like nostalgia flashbacks so i can like yeah picture these things but i'm also getting confused with night at the museum for some reason and it's like merging <laughs> into one, and I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's real anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what they could do with it, to be honest. But no, honestly, like, yeah, I'm not against the idea. Like, if I don't know, just him saying he wants to do it for fun is just a respectable thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. a respectable statement. Like, okay, go ahead, go do it. Yeah. Okay, nowhere else. Like, he's the topic uh, man. He's doing whatever. Okay. So uh, I'm queuing up the, the next. I'm queuing up the next topic. Dark. The dark. Tra- the Terminator. Oh, Dark Fate trailer? Your... Dark no, Fate. I'm doing something even oh, better. I know what he's doing. Oh. Mac, if you're hearing this, I'm coming over for Chinese food. 
Oh, man. Bad Boys 3 trailer was out, and I actually really liked it. Oh, it doesn't skip a beat at all. What's it gonna do? All right, he's in his own world. Okay, sorry. Anthony, did you watch the trailer? Yes, I did. Oh, good, have you good. seen the originals? The first two? Like, I can't recall them. I'm That's like, okay. I'm 99 percent sure I've seen them. them, but like, I they're can't, fun as hell. I was watching even that. That's what I was thinking about too. Is the fact that I can't really remember seeing them, mm-hmm. but like the trailer wasn't like boring. I didn't feel like I was missing something like it huge. It felt like a bad boys trailer. It, it honestly, and a lot of the comments said like, it doesn't feel like it skipped a beat. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of fell into their characters again perfectly. Even the captain. Yeah. That captain How- Howard. Yeah. And he's just Joey like, Pants. He's just going like off the rails as per usual, but it's perfect. Everything looks great. The only thing is like you just you don't really know what's going on yet. It just Which seems like good. it's gonna. It's almost like the second one yeah. where he wanted to retire and um he wanted or he, well, he wanted, wanted to go transfer. to another, he wanted to transfer and then this one he wants to retire. So yeah. it's like I, I the only, my only concern when I heard that was like I hope they don't try to do the same thing that's in the third the second one. Uh, where it's like he's spending the whole time talking about how he's going to transfer and how he's going to yeah. leave, and then like one more ride, one more this, one more that, which I think they're going to say a lot of it. Yeah, one you know they're going to do time. it. But for a trailer, I was yeah. like, this feels like a bad boys trailer. Look, yeah. it was it was fun as hell. Yeah. No. Well, I know you were like you hated it when it, like they first announced it. I, I was you, not a fan you of you them Nick doing like, it. Yeah, the name like everything. I was just sitting there like, oh, yeah, I but I don't fun. think we hated it. I just honestly, think we were just like it was bad an, boys for life to me should have been the fourth one. They should have made a third. Oh, Vasily, good call. Like for life, for life. Like, Come on, it's fate, right there. Like fate of the furious for the eighth one. Fate eight. Oh, that, there you go. Did you just figure that out now? No, okay, thank God. I was like, <laughs> no. But would have blown uh, your mind right there. Three would have been a nice. Actually, three they should have done somewhere in between easily. You mean as like the within, third one? <laughs> like in between timeline. Like yeah, time in between lines. the second and this one now. Oh, they should have done one. No, that would have been tough to do. They'd have to do some de aging and they'd all have to lose weight. Aside from Will Smith, never. I think even just like prior, like before actually, even doing oh, this, they should have done that one oh. and had another five year gap. Because when, when, when did uh, Bad Boys 2 come out? Like 2000. Two. Let's take a look. 2003, I'm going to guess. You're going to say 2003? Maybe it was earlier than that. The first one was like 96, 97, I think. Bad boys. I might no, be. 2002. Couple. I was right. Did you clap? Well, I'm going to clap. Oh, you had your hands full. I just oh, anyway, sorry. Yeah, 2002. So, I just yeah, we're 17 years, and yeah, now true. we're getting oh another my one. God. I mean, we came out as one. Yeah, bad boys. What you want? Yeah, there you go. You no, it looked like it looked like it was fun. It looked like they've they've gotten their roles. Yeah. It's like they like you said they never skipped a beat. Um, yeah. you said you've seen the first and the second one, but it's been you don't remember. That? I don't recall. I can't yeah. recall any moment. I the only thing I know is because I went back and saw it on YouTube because you guys kept referencing it mm-hmm. was when the guy came up to pick up his daughter. Like I think the oh yeah. Guy, yeah, motherfucker, you look thirty. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the best <laughs> with the Reggie. I was yeah, yeah. That was comments. great. Apparently, I was like, like his only acting job. Yeah. He just looked so nervous and shit. It was yeah. just... Is that his daughter getting married in that thing? Probably. Probably. Yeah, it makes sense. My guess is that. Would... Yeah. I hope she gets married to Reggie. That'd be hilarious. Oh, wow. That'd be, that'd be nah, really good. too soon. I only went on a date, man. Come on. It didn't seem like Gabe Union's <laughs> in this one either. So clearly, Will Smith and her didn't work out. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to unless uh, Mike. Unless Dwayne Wade was just like, no, you are not going to be kissing Will Smith on screen anymore. Yeah, maybe. That was before we got married. Now you have a child which she does 
that's well, show business. bearing child. Um, it kind of looks like the, they have their own little crew, like their own little unit, like the bad boys unit kind of thing. That's why those kids were yeah. saying it at the end. Alpha yeah, yeah, Strike yeah. Force. That was Thunder. good. One's I like at, that. Uh, Alexander Ludwig from Vikings. Oh. He's really good in it. Uh, who's the one? Is I think Vanessa Hutchins. No, another chick. I did see the name Vanessa. That could be Vanessa Hutchins. And then Vanessa. I saw, and then I don't know who the third guy is. I can't remember. You I hurt. Paid, I didn't pay Vanessa. attention. Vanessa. Every time she gets hurt, dude. Every he's gonna time. come Vanessa on. Vanessa Hudgens, H U D G E. And who else? Um, then there's Charles Melton. I don't know. And Alexander Ludwig. And for some reason, DJ Khaled. DJ, I if DJ Khaled. Khaled's ever gonna like realize that he's not a big deal. You know what? He's, he's made his, himself he's a, walking, a big deal, and he's that's a walking how it's meme. <laughs> I love that they brought the Bad Boys theme from P Diddy back. Yeah. Oh man, dun, 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 dun. we ain't yep. January. Go it's gonna come out January seventeenth. Huh. We ain't. So you know what's interesting about Lauren Balfe? That's some time, but it's coming pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Lauren Balfe is doing the music. He did the music for Assassin's Creed. Well, there you go. He did Assassin's Creed three. That was yeah. Lauren Balfe. It's a pretty pretty decent. Uh, ah, and the camera's dead. Cool, cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. But yeah, bad oh, boys. The end of the second. bad boys. I'm excited for. Yeah, it is true. They'll be good. Yeah, anyways, that was fun. Now everyone's saying like they want the Rush Hour 4 to happen. Mm. The Rush Hour 4? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, for Chris Tucker's sake, I think so. But <laughs> but like everyone Jackie always compl- like, <laughs> The biggest thing is all these complaints about people doing sequels and like Hollywood keep rehashing these old movies. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, like that's the thing. Personally. If they can do it well, like who cares? Yeah. But yeah, I feel like uh, for Bad Boys 3, if it does do well, it's kind of like I always associated them together. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of the same vibe. Oh, I'll move in. So I think if no, it, I don't need, I'm just trying to I see. Can, I'm messing around with the camera. Oh, I have a stick. I'm trying to see if I can Stripe. take a, a cover art while we're doing the show. Okay, you guys keep going. Okay, go ahead. Well, I don't know. That's pretty much my, my, the end of my thought. If Bad Boys Three does well, I can see Rush Hour Four getting greenlit. Yeah, if it's not already. Well, it's, uh, the thing is, so what, Rush Hour Four has probably been talks for a very long time, mm-hmm. and they just haven't done that. But these are like early 2000s and 90s, like action hits action comedy hits mm-hmm. and so to rehash them not a problem for a lot of people I'm, yeah and like you said as long as they do it right mm-hmm. so also my <coughs> comment to my buddy mac that's mac mckenzie pavka he used to be our roommate roommate in calgary and we used to watch bad boys and order chinese food whenever we were able to afford it it's like once every three weeks we scrounge up the money and be like hey we can order chinese food because we were fucking broke and so we would watch bad boys and eat chinese food so this is a very special part that's why Bad Boys means a little bit more to me. But anyways, do, do, Terminator Dark Fate. Does anybody Q care? Because I was not happy with that. I didn't watch that the trailer. trailer was boring as fuck. So is this like a Halloween deal where this is this movie's retconning like all the shitty sequels in the past? Yeah. No. You nope. can stop the past or the future, but you'll never stop our fate. That's, that's what pretty the girl dark. said in the trailer. What? See, that's as cringy as the Black Ops tagline. The future is black. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Same right, vibe. Steer right into <laughs> it, eh? mm-hmm. Don't even try. <laughs> nope. Don't even try. Uh, did you watch that trailer? I watched the trailer. Did you And like it? it's whatever. To me, it's... No. Yeah. Well, maybe. Honestly, Actually, I'm just a little confused no. as where this falls and why Buddy, I think Linda Hamilton confused. is scared or hates the Terminator again. I think because it's back because she thought... She, my guess is she thought she stopped them back then. However, there he's still there. So this is what I don't mean. get is how this robot grew facial hair. 
it's part of his cloaking mechanism to age. Hair implants. Well, I I don't know if the the robot itself knew to go see a doctor that can put hair implants. Where did he take that hair implants from? And put a beard that looks very good. It's don't a, assume it's a facial a hair structure. It's just a program. I don't think that the T-1000 can program hair into its face. You know but what that? year does this Terminator take place in? Wait, no, not a T-1000. Is he a T-100? T-100. The T-1000 could probably do it, but it would be all a lot of like melt, molten or liquid metal. And I don't even know what this other fucking thing is. That key, like, the it, chick? No, the not the one? chick. The other guy. It's basically another version of that. Team. And then the, is the chick like an like a older she, version of that one? So it's pretty much like Terminator 2? Yeah. She like might be old, like a hybrid. She or, seems like she's a hybrid. So what's happened in the Terminator timeline? Like, is he a hero or like anti-hero? Is he just like a sort of like? He's yeah. just kind of there. Like, he seems like he had that with the kid like on the motorcycle. That's like the only thing I really know with Terminator. See, is. John Connor wasn't even in this. They didn't show him in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so true. it'll be in the second one, probably. which was surprising because they. Well, this is actually the second trailer. Is the second? Yeah, they had one uh, more previously. Because it one. showed. Excuse me. It showed Linda Hamilton. She looks badass, but she. I don't know why she decided to say, "I'll be back." We don't want her to say it. We want Arnold to say it in a weird position, like walking. I'll be back. Not really like that. I'm going to the superstore. No, see, if he said it like that, that would be the equivalent of Cap yelling out, Avengers, assemble! That wouldn't work. I think I nailed it. Also, do you guys know that apparently there's like a Birds of Prey trailer? I didn't even know they were Only in front of it. Well, I think it's you online. Can only now. see it. No, you can only see know. it in theaters. And in front of, of course, someone's going to probably put it up there. In front sleep. of it, chapter two. Yeah, it chapter two. Because someone's going to be like, it. No, what? I had. A, I made a meme about that because I was confused. Because on Netflix, on my phone, it said Archer's new season on Netflix. Now go watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm like okay, cool. And then there's another notification like 30 minutes later saying, uh, it just got released. Go check it out. And I'm like. I was confused. I'm like, is this for Archer? And then I, I realized I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, it's the fucking movie It. Like, there's no like fucking, uh, what do you call those? Parentheses. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. Quotations. quotations. Quotations, yes. No quotations on It. And that's that. Whenever I was like making facts about It, I always made sure to say It 2017. So I didn't have that like problem where people would be, people are really stupid. Like running a fact page just shows you how many like. <laughs> What's it like running a meme page versus running a fact page? Oh my god! It's first of all, my account's almost deleted. Almost Gotta be deleted. careful with what I post again. <laughs> yeah, again. What the heck, dude? I thought we had this conversation copyright last time. Again? No, not copyright. Just people are being bitches reporting my memes, and they're not even bad memes. The one was the Hitler meme, which is like dressed as something that ends in ER, and some guy dressed as Hitler. And it's like. Speaking of Hitler, that did you see the Jojo yes. Rabbit trailer? No, I did not. I don't really even know what it's. A, I don't even know what it's about. It's it looks Calvin really good. Hobbes, but like it's Hobbes Taika is Hitler. Wa- yeah, it's oh, Taika Waititi wow. and uh, and Scarlett Johansson, and it the, the trailer even takes a turn where it's like super heartwarming and sweet, and I'm like, this could be really good. But yeah, Calvin and Hobbes, but uh, and Taika wow. Waititi plays the Hitler. I saw. I noticed that part. Yeah, but... it looks so crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like know weird about that. indie movies coming out. Is like, it meant to be like a movie released in theaters, or is it it's like a, Netflix? It's a it's a uh, independent movie. He's releasing. I think it's going to be released either. I don't know if it's going to be in theaters or not. Um, I think it's probably but it is going to be in uh, film festivals. Yeah. I don't know which ones, but well, know. I know like I want to see Shia LaBeouf's movies. Like I think I just like walking here, I saw the Peanut Butter Falcon or something. Is that one of his movies? Yeah, it's like one he stars in, but there's another one, I forget what it's called though, where it's like based on his life growing up and he mm-hmm. plays his dad and apparently it's like really fucking good. Like both movies, like critical like praise, like they love mm-hmm. it. So it's it's weird to see Shia LaBeouf is like 
the big beef back up again mm-hmm. not, like, they uh, always come back you know what i found out with a lot of actors especially tv actors that get typecast they don't give it enough time and i understand they're all trying to make money and they all try to keep their jobs and stuff and be yeah. relevant but i think a lot of them if i think it's easier now because you could just go to tv and then come back in a film but at least i think but a lot of times you're starting to see a resurgence a lot of a lot of these older actors because enough time has passed where we kind of like it, they've they've went from being typecast to then being kind of a um, a doppelganger of or they're now a doppelganger of their former selves and now mm. they're coming into these movies in different roles like we've never too. seen them like Anthony Michael Hall in The Dark Knight when he was the reporter and then he was in that one of the the videos that the Joker did like when he had him tied up uh, I think he's in something else too but anyways I'm thinking a lot of these actors just need to like take a beat after so Toby McGuire he's coming back soon. Yeah, but I heard he's a real dickhead. Spider-Man 4. Speaking Yikes. of Spider-Man, that's a nice segue. Or live action into the Spider-Verse. Oh, before we get on to Spider-Man, do we care that James Cameron wants to do three Terminators like it's part of a trilogy? You know, Or is um, this a, let's make the first one good? Not, and then, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, do what Halloween. Like Halloween, they're doing a whole like trilogy now, which is whatever, because the first one's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Well, like, the original's good. No, like okay, so sorry, not yeah, yeah, but like this for the new this, trilogy, this new yeah. version. Yeah, like, yeah. So, have you guys seen it yet? Yeah, not I yet. saw it. It's so good. It's I saw it in theaters. I I haven't been a big. I'm, I'm not really that into like those types of movies. Not horror movies, but I it's don't know. honestly not. It's that more scary. like a, no, no. I I know yeah. they're not that scary. I'm just saying, like I watched them when I was younger. Mm-hmm. This and and they didn't really scare the crap out of me. Like at least in comparison to The Exorcist, that still scares the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. But I just never went back to them. For some odd reason. Well, I don't know. Something about Halloween that I just like, I like. Like, I don't enjoy, I was going to say I don't like, but I don't enjoy Friday the 13th. Like, I never have. Oh, really? I like Jason, mm-hmm. but I just don't like his movies because it's not scary. But Halloween, like, even the premise is watching it as a kid. Like, it was just something by fucking walking around murdering ki- like people. And even big, this movie. I was movie, a big fan of Freddy Krueger. He's going after kids in this movie. Like, he's a fucking, like, doesn't give a shit. That's what Jason was doing, though. Well, Jason was. I, I was a never fan actually, like, never I was actually a did fa- it. I was a fan of Carrie. Um, and I, I was a fan that. of um, the Freddy Krueger, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of those ones. Specifically because he he lived in your dreams. Like there's something about that that just like that's just a level of brilliance that mm-hmm. I, I can't even reach yeah. and will never reach. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, Spider-Man. Oh, so, okay. So no to Dark or the Terminator. Yeah, Let's do, the, do this one good. Go ahead. Between Two Firms has a trailer out. I watched it. It was funny. I think Between Two Firms is hilarious. I don't know how they're going to translate that to a movie. Yeah, I don't but know. I think no, what I've heard. I heard of that. What is that? That's the one with Zach Galifianakis. Oh yeah, it started no. as a Funny or Die internet show. And yeah, I think it's still around. Uh, yeah, it is still around. He doesn't so it's have getting new stuff, but he just does. He has, yeah, I saw his clips yeah. up there. It's it's really good, especially if you like feeling uncomfortable with mm-hmm. other people. Like it's it's really good. Um. Anyways, that's getting movie. But Spider Man on Netflix is that a Netflix like straight there? Uh, you can find it online yeah, at Funny or Die. No, I mean like the actual like movie. No, it'll oh, be I don't Netflix. know yet. It'll, it'll be. I think it'll is be it straight Netflix? Netflix. I think it's Netflix. Yeah, I don't think it deserves to go to theaters. To be honest, I think that's a Netflix release and good enough. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, Sony chief operator, or whoever, somebody, some chief guy in charge of Sony, says that the door for the new Spider Man dealings is closed. For now, the door slams, opens a little bit. So there's no point to making that statement because that's like, yeah, it's over. Well, I think well, they had. A, I think they had a certain period of time to actually make a deal happen, and then they're just like, 
let's be honest, by the time the and a concept for a new movie is coming up, Marvel's going to pitch it to them and say, are you guys on board for another seven movies? Let's do this. Yeah. And call it a day. See, the thing is, I talked about this again, because I think one of the questions, I don't know if it's on yours or someone else's like online, mm-hmm. is, is Spider-Man like safe in Sony's hands? That was the other, yeah, that was the thing. Do we trust them to make it I happen? I don't know. Yes. No. No. Raimi trilogy. No. That was that's, how long ago? That was 2002. Listen, but even like the Amazing Spider-Man I'm, one was I'm more movie. I'm more worried about the awful, continuity. Though. I'm more worried about the continuity. That's it. Well, yeah, but I think that's Sony can't can, can't continue the continuity because they can't access certain you know intellectual properties. But they would do it. Marvel. Well, that's true. Like his that's suits and stuff. It that's has what to be I'm saying. There's a continuity issue going to happen if they even tr- attempt a movie without Marvel or Disney. So that's where mm-hmm. I think nothing's actually going to happen. Because there's no Spider-Man movie set in stone for the next how many years? And I anyway. think they have seven years to decide how to make one before. There you like, go for the rights or something. So let's be honest here; they're gonna come back to the table once Marvel, Marvel's writers, continues the story and say this is the new Spider-Man, a little further from home, mm-hmm. whatever they're gonna call it. Farther. And what the, farther from farther home. from home? Yeah, whatever. Far, far away from home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're going to come to the table again easily. I think that's they have to do the character justice and what's been created here. Well, yeah, I was like, there is something I'd like to see if Sony does take over, but there's like, it's a loophole and a half, but like, it's impossible to do, like, even for Marvel's side without referencing, because you can't reference it. No. I was like, my idea was a portal would have opened or some shit like that. Okay. Like in, into the Spider Verse, he would have went through the portal, got lost. Like no suit, no nothing. So he doesn't have right. any of that baggage. He goes in another universe, Sam Raimi's universce. They link up with Toby, or not sorry, with Andrew Garfield's into the Spider Verse live action. Finally, we get Miles Morales into live action. That is like literally the only way they can like make it any like good. make like look at like for fans to like look at Spider Man that hates Sony right now. Yeah, that's the way to win them over. So basically, because they love uh, kind of create uh, into the Spider Verse, so well, even just Sam Raimi. So it basically does those who does know nothing. about Sam Raimi, because there's a, probably a lot of fans that have no idea about the original. Tobey Maguire, he has yeah. a fucking big fan base still. Still, I'm saying oh. from people back then. Oh, yeah. I'm saying for kids now that only know Spider Man in the MCU, they're probably thinking, but why is he leaving? It's a shame. So basically, you're saying this is like <clears throat> a cheat, so that they can not affect that side mm-hmm. and yet he can still have his one-off movie that doesn't affect the yeah. MCU at all. And then Sony can create their own universe. Spider-Man well, that, 4, that's Tasm what, 3. I would, I would say it's a buffer at best. They're wanting to do their own do universe. I think to your continuity thing, they're just going to integrate him into the continuity of Venom and into the Spider-Verse if those two are, are mutually linked. Yeah. Now, us as fans are going to be like, oh, that's a different suit. Really, all they need to do is change the eyes and maybe add a couple extra things. Maybe take the black things from underneath and make it one full color. And guess what? It's no longer the same I'm suit. Talking about more than just con- continuity of the storyline that's been mm-hmm. created here and who he interacts with. I completely understand. Right. But I think to his point, that's where a multi like a, a vortex or something pulls him mm-hmm. in, throws him into another universe where yeah. the venom exists or something. Well, it's yeah. like really the only way to do it somewhat, but, like as smoothly as possible. But they, I think the big thing is, do we just trust Sony to make it happen? Because they have failed a couple times in the past, and that's why it almost went back to Marvel to begin with. And should have waited a little bit longer. Just like we thought, and just like Kevin Smith said, and a lot of us are thinking, Marvel made Spider-Man 
popular again. Exactly. Well, he's always popular. No, sorry, not popular. My was mistake. He, he made him bankable <laughs> at the theaters yeah. or made us want to see more of him in the theaters as opposed to The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which kind of left a bad taste in a lot of our mouths. And Andrew Garfield's, who I kind of feel bad for because he was super stoked for that. Actually, so I would have one more point, but interesting fact about that. Tom Holland said the movie he's watched the most times in his whole life is The Amazing Spider-Man 1. Mm. It's a good movie. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, for that, I think it was fun. I just don't, don't like his hipster like. Oh, we gotta get out. He's no Tobey Maguire. Go. Like his head bobbing so much, it was really weird. He kind of looks like Sideshow Bob. If there's a live action Simpsons, I think Andrew Garfield yeah. would make a great Sideshow Bob. By the way, I'm loving all the memes that have been created with the Joker dancing, and then they put mm-hmm. <laughs> Tobey <Boss> Maguire's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You, did you post it on yours too? Yeah, that was Boss Logic. Yeah, bro. yeah. I saw yeah, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah, that I find it funny. Oh, did you give him credit? I did. Yes. Where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix releasing weekly episodes. Multiple shows on Netflix will have episodes released weekly instead of all at once. We news. saw this coming. I want to re- uh, read a news. response from that Nick because I do it told all the time now. Well, like originals no, not, though, not originals. A lot of them are just binge and they throw them out. Some of them they do. Just in general, they put this announcement out. Um, I'm going to read Nick's response because uh, we want Nick's voice on here. I like this for Netflix. I think it's good for other shows for two reasons. One, after watching the most recent episode, you can check out other shows and set up your own schedule for each. Two, doesn't seem as daunting now. You're not stating, you're not sitting down at, uh, you're not at 22 staring down a 20 to 25 episode season sorry they did this with riverdale too and christine and i knew that thursday nights were for that best of both worlds in terms of tv and netflix you get the anticipation of waiting for the next episode and the excitement between it but no annoying commercials and no fear of missing anything if you have to go to the bathroom well you could pause yeah pause what the fuck was that (laughs) not the best one nick we didn't really call him on it but he just had a kid so he and he wrote this super early who's he kidding it will also be better for the show, as you mentioned, because then you can do recaps every week on the episode instead of doing whole seasons at a time. This also go- coincides with our conversation that we had about Disney Plus streaming, doing weekly ones. It just, I think, is better. And I think the binging era is not out, but it's slowing down, slowing down because I think people don't want to just get slapped in the face with a bunch of shows. Or if at least they are, they can control the way it works and they can still feel like they're a part of something as opposed to be like, like we talked about last time. I just watched the whole thing. Well, now I got to wait. See, for me, 13 Reasons Why came out like two weeks ago or something. And I watched like up to episode 10 and out of 13. And I just like stopped. Like, it's not like a bad, it's not bad. Like, I'm like, it's not an awful show. I don't really know how I feel about it, but it's like. I don't mind it. I just watched it all and it's like, like back to back, back to back. <laughs> and I just burnt myself out. Honestly, it the watching the first season after like, Frank, you got to watch it. You'll like it kind of thing. Uh, I just kept wanting to find out more and more. Like mm-hmm. it just, it just draws you in. At least for myself, it draws me, it drew me in enough, drew me in enough that I'm like, I need to watch and binge. About it. Other ones you might be okay with watching a few episodes. Like, yeah, I'm gonna take a break. Well, I think Stranger Things would be good weekly, but that first, the first season of Thirteen Reasons Why is the only show I finished in less than 24 hours. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and that's a 13 hour long show. I forget which one I did that with. I think I did that with Dark. I was pretty close. I think I, I think I finished it in a couple days, too. No, I took one day. Like, I yeah. slept, woke up, started watching immediately. Interesting. Um, Yeah. Mm. Same. Uh, this seems like we're re- just rehashing what we talked about Disney last week. Okay. What else we got? the audio clip from last week into this sure. yeah. segment. What else did you guys have? Uh, The director from Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. Has on IG. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it on IGN first. Basically, put a picture out for Haley Atwell, who plays Agent Carter. It's like she, 
if your mission should you choose to accept. So basically, Haley Atwell is going to join the Mission Possible franchise. For those who don't know, she is Agent Carter, a.k.a. That. Cap's wife now, and probably, if you believe the theories, always has been. Um, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. I don't know how much Mission Impossible, like, again, we've talked about this. How impossible are these missions that they're now on, what, number eight or nine? Yeah. Are they on number nine? was last time. Eight was, was last time? That was a good movie, though. Oh, my God. No. The only one I saw. That's the yeah. weird thing. They're good. Mm-hmm. They've gotten significantly better. Like, and it, he okay. himself, the director, said, like, I can't top Fallout. But he knows he can hopefully See. keep the continuity, like, keep that... Somewhat, almost even playing field. It was okay. The fourth one was Ro- Ghost Protocol. Yeah, Ghost Protocol. Then Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. Then I think it's four, Fallout. five, six, Fallout, and so this is seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fast and Furious. I thought about. Sorry, <laughs> wrong. See, those just they have been too. getting much worse. I was gonna say. I was gonna say that's interesting <laughs> though, because like for someone like look me, at it. <laughs> yeah, someone like me, like Mission Impossible and like uh, Fast and Furious, like on the same like like they're the same movie. Like I haven't seen this. Is, I'm just saying yeah. I haven't seen like. I, I would Mission say Impossible the stunts either. are probably <laughs> as incredible. <laughs> no, I think the stunts yeah. in Fast and the Furious are, are, are over totally the over the top. Where at least in Mission Impossible, we've seen Tom Cruise break his ankle on the side of a building while trying to jump between and it. And that was his only injury in that movie. Which is really weird. Yeah. Um, and on the stupidest stunt, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. You know, I don't know what it is about it. Maybe because we just, like... It's all. It's so over the top, yet still grounded. Like I didn't. Ca- I like the last Mission one. Impossible, yeah. Mission Impossible. I like the last one, but I felt that last sequence with, with the, the helicopters helicopter. was way overboard. It's like, a little extra, yeah. Probably all of them would have died. I mean, in most cases, these people would have died for, for sure. sure. Rolling but, around, yeah. But at least, um, I, I don't know. There's just there was something a little bit over the top that sequence alone. However, before that. Thought it was great. Henry Cavill was really good. Everybody else is really good. Um, my favorite still is Ghost Protocol. Mm. I don't know why. I just really enjoy that one a lot. Okay, before we move on, I need to like finish my statement so I don't get Sorry. such triggered fans. Just like I was, I, before I saw like this Mission Impossible, like I always just assumed there'd be the same kind of thing, just like from like trailers and shit like that. And just like, but yeah, it's weird. I found it weird how a lot of people say Mission Impossible. Like, all their movies just, like, are good or get better. Mm-hmm. But Fast and Furious is, like, the exact opposite and, like, yeah. is on a, like, decline in terms of quality, but yeah. an incline in terms of money made. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, China loves those movies. No uh, subtitles. They're, they're completely over the top. It's like Transformers. Well, yeah, because there's no I subtitles. I will say like, the little. caliber of vehicles keeps going up. <laughs> like, the, no, honestly, the, the style and the, like, we talk about the first two for sure. Third one, kind of, which Tokyo was kind of, it fits. But Isn't Tokyo all, the second one? No. No, third. Oh. Uh, well, actually. Yes. If you third by canon, it's number six? No, what? Be, number be, five? That would be technically number five? It'd no, that would be number six. It'd be Because number five would then be number four because Han goes to Tokyo after. Seven. Yeah, seven. so it'd be, it'd be seven technically. Right, because Gal Gadot dies in, num- in seven. There you go. Or does she <gasps> die in six? She dies in six. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So then he would. Then he dies before seven. Seven's is the one they so go to would, Dubai. Yeah, and for some reason Jason Statham decided to just let everybody know show up at the perfect spot where they're all racing in Tokyo Drift just to light a match that he was already dying in anyways. So stupid. Mm. But yeah, the caliber of vehicles. They start off with the rice rockets pretty much and like loaded up with every deco possible, like what you would do in like Need for Speed game. Uh, 
or but, what, what Need for Speed games did after sure, Fast and the Furious. Exactly. Uh, but uh, with the newer ones, they've just gotten all these like amazing classics, and they've just made them awesome. I think. I think the caliber of the vehicles is probably the biggest increase. So Fast and movies. Furious is pretty much in my mind just car porn for people that love cars. Yep. So they just go and like, oh, I love cars. That's a fast car. Huh? Yeah. That's pretty much what I enjoy out of them like the most. I don't really care about cars. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I took another photo. Mm-hmm. They both turned out good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I t- they're good. I'll go see them. That's fine. Except for the Fast and the Furious, I'll wait till they come out. I don't really care to see them in theaters anymore. In in my opinion, they've gone down since the first one. Well, I remember watching. I think it was the eighth one because I think this kind of like led into Hobbs and Shaw. Like I was just watching it over at my friend's house because they wanted to watch it, and it was just so like just over the top with the acting. Where it's like, we get it. Like, you guys hate each other. I think it was like Hobbs and Shaw were in prison. And it was like right before the prison break scene. Sure. And they're just going, like, I hate you. Like, I'm going to get out and kick your ass. Like, okay, we get it. We get it, Rock. You're a fucking, like, big guy. You hate this guy. Like, even then Diesel, just this face he makes throughout the first half of that movie. Just his, like, I'm a bad guy. He just has that look. They just all look really bad. Like, yeah. no disrespect. They're better actors than I am. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you can you can fix it. You can ground yourself in that reality. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, last one. This is going to be our always, as always, I like to save a little controversy towards the end. You guys haven't seen Dave Chappelle's new special, oh. Sticks and Stones, correct? No. No. You guys should. I, I plan to. Yeah. It is outstanding. I will. It is, um, is very good. And it's getting a lot of controversy. Good. Um, it is definitely by today's standards politically incorrect, but is extremely necessary. Um, I disagree with every rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes because this whole controversy started with it. So when it first came out, it got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Then Jeremy Johns has jumped it up to 17%. And he, and, and he did a review of it, but and then he linked his thing because people were misunderstanding what he was saying. Now it's... Um, as, and But when that happened, the audience score was 99% <laughs> while the critic score was zero. So they waited a while before the audience score got together. Um, and now the critic score is, I believe, at 25%. Hold on. De- uh, okay. Rotten Tomatoes. People have spoken. Mm-hmm. No, they did. Well, to be fair, though, like, lot isn't it like possible for just like me, who hasn't seen it, to go and give it 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now? Um, that is true, too. Um, Not just credit. Like, I'm sure. No, I, no. Yeah, that's but, a good point. Yeah. Uh, but... I'm gonna. <laughs> it's like I'll I'll go there and I won't even be anonymous. I'm just posting so that I can go against the critic score because. But I guess so I'll say this: user ratings twenty three thousand nine hundred and seventy seven at ninety nine percent, and then tomato meter is twenty five percent rotten with a total count of twelve. Um, and 12. most of these people are SJWs that got verbally attacked at this big big time. Thing. Some of these super uh, offended. I, I'm gonna read some of these really stupid. Stupid, stupid uh, comments for people that clearly don't know or don't care to care about the way that Dave Chappelle does his comedy, because that's very important. Because you know what? If you've watched a Bell show, this is how he does his comedy. Uh, and he actually mentioned some of this stuff. This is from Melanie McFarland at Salon.com, which I've heard Salon is just a terrible, terrible place. Uh, to go get any news from. Sticks and Stones existed as a defiant design to intentionally offend large swaths of the audience Dave Chappelle deems too thick, thi- thin-skinned and easily outraged. Fuck, I just clicked on their thing. God damn it. 
Well, he got a 0%. Uh, easily outraged while serving up simple low-bar yucks to anyone yearning to validate of their anti-PC stance. Wrong. I'm sorry, Melanie McFarland. Subjectively and objectively, you are wrong. People are too thin-skinned, and they are easily outraged, and that's by every standard. And they're not low-bar yucks. They're actually right-in-your-face things. Uh, Inku Kang from Slate. Like dropping in on a rascally uncle who doesn't know or doesn't care how much he's disappointing you. Also wrong. Sticks and Stone leaves the audience with a sense that there was more work to be done before the special was filmed. Also wrong, Dan Hamamura. Laura Bradley from Vanity Fair. Ultimately, though, it feels like stale work from a comedian who was once known for truly boundary-pushing comedy. By definition, this is boundary-pushing comedy. Laura Bradley. It is just, it's just silly. Like, this guy, he's going out, he's doing exactly what he's been doing for years, and he's going after every single person, and he's making sense of it, and I've seen all of his specials, because we watched Chappelle's show, like, when it was on TV. It's freaking hilarious. Like, it reminds me of old Chappelle. And so, I encourage everybody to go watch it, and really 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 watch it after the credits because there's also some extra parts after that and a credit scene so the next it's actually Chappelle like a Q&A with some uh, with some people um, it's just uh, what Garrett Garrett Martin from Paste Magazine Sticks and Stones is terrible and Dave Chappelle can only blame himself for that yeah again yes, Garrett comedian Martin is the sole, wrong sole person to blame for how good or bad their show is Kyle Smith National Review you're also wrong like all of these people are just looking at it and they all work for these places that do nothing but try to appease virtue signaling people that are so thin skinned that they can't bear to have anybody say anything bad about anything and guess what the problem with your little tribe that you're trying to create and talk against will go and come after you one day and you're going to be left on the outs and wondering what the hell happened. But anyways, I this is the problem with Rotten Tomatoes. I think this is also the problem with critics overall. I think it's more with critics for this case is because yeah. they're letting their own bias yeah. influence no, their for score. Sure. Like but Rotten Tomatoes can't really do anything about it. No, but they have done a lot of stuff like we talked about well, yeah, with some other past, movies. Like where they, this case. Yeah, and so they're, they're, still, they're still not... They're still on this path of where I can understand where someone can look at it and be like, well, they can't do anything right. But leaving it how it was for many years before is not wrong either. If the people are speaking like these people, I'm saying they're wrong. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion, that they're totally wrong in every way, shape or form based on what I feel about this special. Mm -hmm. And so they have the freedom to put whatever they want. Should and they do. have. And Rotten Tomatoes should just allow people, both people that hate it and like it, to put whatever they want on. And I reserve the right to tell them that they're wrong mm-hmm. on a lot of it. And it brings me joy to say that they are wrong. And it also lets you know who to look out for and what their agendas are. See, in my opinion, though, like the people actually reviewing it, uh, I know it's their job. But I feel like if you also talk like, as a reviewer, you have to like look at things unbiased. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They should have told their employer, like, "Listen, I can't review this." Or like, "I know, honestly, that's bullshit." Like, even if you, if, even if it does go against their own opinion, you should be able to like, "It's your fucking job." Like, look past it. Like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I get it. Like he's bashing you, but like, he's not bashing them. Oh. That's the thing. A lot of these people are taking. It's the thing we talked about last time, where they're taking the pain of another group, yeah. and they're trying to Victimizing. take that flag and create victims of everybody, so they have a platform to stand on because these people have no platform to stand on. 
That's the that's the thing. Like even us, we've got this little peddly show. Like, and what I'm saying is going to reach, I don't know, just maybe a few people. But damn it, I get to do it just like they do. But the good thing is, is that no one's telling me what to say. Mm -hmm. I'm saying whatever the hell I want. These people at all these different websites have bosses that tell them. That's why Jeremy Johns has a fresh score because he's can he, no one controls him. He can say whatever he wants. And that's why he was the first person to get like a fresh score. And I watched his review of it and I'm like, yep. Even if you don't like what he's saying, mm -hmm. the thing about it is, and this is something I heard from the, um, it's this AngelList founder, I think I've mentioned him on the show, Naval Ravikant. You find out who you're not allowed to criticize or make fun of, and those are the people that control you. Yeah. And what's happening now is more and more people are trying to control more and more people and take away their freedom and their right to say what they want because of what they feel is wrong. And the problem with that is, guess what? That's what you feel. Your interpretation of another person's words are just how you feel. It's not the majority of the people. And I think Dave Chappelle literally just put up a mirror to all of these people from every group, from every faction, of, of every type, of every walk of life or whatever, and put it out there for everyone just to take a look and just see. Because, I don't know, I found... I found I took no offense with any of it, and there was stuff that I could be classified as. And for years, there's been stuff he's been. Let's say I would be classified as as he's made jokes for me. Mm -hmm. Let's say, not necessarily Greek people, but I'm Canadian. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm, I'm necessary. I'm like pretty much white, aside from my parents being Greek. But again, we still haven't been able to figure that out. Well, yeah, classified as white. I, I'd be classified else. as Caucasian, right? So the amount of jokes that he's made uh, uh, at at our expense, let's say at my expense, for instance, if mm -hmm. I if I'm quote unquote identifying as a white man they're all fucking hilarious mm -hmm. and I, I take no offense well, I find them funnier when you can actually relate like whenever a family guy did like an Italian joke or something like that I always find oh, yeah. it like, so much funnier just because oh, man. like it's relatable oh yeah but yeah the biggest issue is that there's lots of people and at, at schools like in high school especially there's lots of teachers that are very I wouldn't say like left winged like left side like left side of the political spectrum yeah and the debate is dead because you can't oppose them because even like it's yeah. happened to me where I like I think that's the worst of it. had a different viewpoint and they were calling me like a white supremacist I'm like no yeah. man like when have I like don't because you're like I think we talked I'm not going to rehash it because it's, yeah, like, no, it it's yeah. like lessening evil so yeah, yeah. when I got to MC I fucking made sure I made it funny I made it raunchy I made it whatever the fuck I wanted yeah. I already graduated so well, I respect Dave Chappelle for that you know what I'm worried about for you is that you're now in university and university is almost as bad so the elementary school, there's a there's a psychologist called Jonathan Haidt, and he's been doing a lot of work on uh, uh, what he called like disgust and uh, cancel culture and all that stuff. And he's noticing that a elementary schools are in, essentially indoctrinating these kids to just know one specific thing. Mm -hmm. So that's terrible in and of itself. And then the universities are being torn apart by these factions that aren't aren't even open to listening to an opposing view, and just because they hear a fact, they they pin the fact or the information on the other person as an ist, racist, sexist, whatever, all of that stuff. And so I'm actually worried about you in the university system because you are now in a pool of individuals who actually are pretending to think for themselves and yet are not. They're thinking uh, as a group, mm -hmm. which is the worst way to think, I think. More mentality. Yeah. So I would be very careful. Well, there is like it wasn't like the case like like statewide or I guess like school wide. Like there was a teacher, Mr. Holcomb. I'll shout him out. He was like 
very left winged. But whenever we had debates, he didn't tell the class like, guys, listen, like Anthony, like because he knew me. He's like Anthony's just trying to like stir the pot, like. And I even stated, like, guys, I don't believe in, like, this, like, 100%. I'm just doing this for debate's sake. And he would be open. Like, I wrote a paper, like, something he directly, like, did disliked, rated it fairly, gave me the grade for it. Like, mm. he wasn't a big dick, called me a white supremacist. Like, there's, we need more people like that that are actually, yeah. like, there to teach people and not teach their own ideals because that is. Oh, that's getting yeah, worse that's and a, worse in the school system. It's mm-hmm. probably in elementary worse than high school, but who knows? It's it's a mixed bag right now. Well, in elementary, it's, it's it never came across that like thing. Yeah. Just it never used to be. That was like literally the only thing. Like just indigenous issues. I would kind of like. Well, I never really opposed them, but like still, but like no one would ever like no teacher would ever like like because they get in a lot of shit. Yeah, but yeah, now it's kind of like whatever. Like yeah, do your own like biases as long <laughs> as it aligns with ours. Yeah. On another note. Rihanna's new album is rumored to drop in December, so that's pretty cool because Rihanna has put out another album What's in a up, long girl? time. It's been forever. <laughs> Nicki Minaj so. retired. No one cared. Did what? she? Mm-hmm. She's officially retired? Well, to have a family. Like, uh, uh, what a week. Ethan and I used to listen to the Joe Budden podcast a lot. I stopped a while ago because Joe Budden. Yeah, it, it, it didn't go. Like, I just wasn't I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways, and so apparently Nicki Minaj was on there and he listened to that episode and he's like, she pretty much just screamed for an hour and a bit, like just went off. Arguing with him or just about stuff? With them, about them, oh. about stuff, all I thought you sorts she was of a screaming as she talked. I know like a lot of no, like, no, no, rappers no. like like 6 9 like he's fucking like, scream when they speak. No, he's like, um, it, it was, he was like telling mm. me, he's like, you should listen to it because it's wild. How crazy yeah. it is. Speaking of rappers, too, that Travis Scott. Did we talk about it last week, too? I think you mentioned oh, it. Oh, uh, for The Travis Scott uh, documentary, basically. Oh, no. Scott's Tots? No. <laughs> Travis Scott. <laughs> no, I know, but yeah, 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 he paid it. for kids schooling? Mm-hmm. Well, the last one was ASAP Rocky, I think. Oh. Yeah, that uh, guy. ASAP Rocky was held up in Sweden jail, which supposedly the lawyer that helped him got shot in the head. Oh, wow. Like, it just, Tim Pool had tweeted and no it out. no one, like, I don't know, when did this happen? So, Recently, I saw the tweet. The today. fuck? Why is no one talking about this? Come yeah, on! That, that what you're talking about school tuition. That guy just basically like caught him on his phone. He's like, "Hey, would you pay for my school? Like, how much is it? Like, it's ninety grand. It's like you show me that you get all your grades and your honor roll and stuff like that. I'll pay for your school." So that's what Travis Scott did. No, or somebody else. ASAP Rocky? Rocky. I think it was. I oh know. man, it was one of those rappers. If he did that, good for him. Or was See? it Lil Uzi? Actually, it might have been. I think it was Lil Uzi. I don't know yeah. any of them. See, they all merged oh, sorry, together. I know. I know ASAP Rocky. I know of. Travis Scott, but I've never listened to his music, yeah. and I've never listened to Little Uzi. And just to say, me saying that they merge together is not a racial statement. It's a statement <laughs> that their music all sounds the fucking same. It yeah. does all sound the same. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. I yeah. stand but by yeah, that. It's trap rap, which mm-hmm. I like to call crap I hate, rap. I hate it so much. The Travis Scott documentary has been getting a lot of hype behind mm-hmm. it. What's I don't it about? Know. I his it life, yet. basically, him coming up and stuff like that. Apparently, I don't know. I, I saw the, tr- the preview mm-hmm. for it. Lots of high school kids like it. Do they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the rap of this age group mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say generation yeah, age group mm-hmm. so that's the thing we don't not relate to 100 it's not even the age Honestly, group it is, the only, it is this period of yeah, time like, the yeah. past four years this uh the only one new rapper that i've kind of enjoyed is post malone he's actually has some pretty Ooh, good I stuff like post malone he's got too. some good better stuff. now that's what i like the most better now is great but he's linked up with a lot of people mm-hmm. and he does good collabs and stuff like that he, he just has a good sound and good raps like it doesn't sound trap it's really good. I'll tell you my favorite. First oh, yeah. of all, Royce the Five Nine is my favorite right now. Uh-huh. He's my favorite rapper out there. Uh, but equal. Oh no, Kendrick's up there, but Kendrick hasn't put anything out for a while since the Black Panther album. Two albums I want people to know about. One is Let Love from Common, which mm-hmm. is very good. I liked it a lot. 
And more importantly, this is, I'm telling you, this has to be album of the year. Okay? At least rap album of the year, for sure. Rhapsody's Eve. Rhapsody is is. the artist. Or what? And this album is called Eve. Gentlemen, it is so good. It I've is, never heard her, of this rapper. Rhapsody is very good. What style would you say it's like? I would say that she's kind of, she's almost like a mix of if Missy Elliott and Lauren Hill blended. <laughs> it's quite the because she's got the, that rap flow of let's say when Missy Elliott was kind of rapping in her yeah, tracks, yeah. and when Lauren Hill was because she has, but she doesn't necessarily have the vocals of Lauren Hill because I would I would say that the closest closest artist to Lauren Hill right now is her. Like her name's actually her H E R. Yeah. Um. She is. Oh, she's outstanding. I school rap city. R A P. Oh, city. Okay. But the Those album rap city. Yeah. No. 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 Sense. Okay. Her album Eve is awesome. Layla's Wisdom was her previous one, also awesome, and she's going on a Kendrick Lamar run. By that I mean Section Eighty was good, and that would have been her Layla's Wisdom, which is good. And then Good Kid, Mad City was like, boom. Which is now Eve, and I'm hmm. guessing she's going to do a third album. That's going to be for me. To Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite Kendrick Lamar album. I think she's going to do one more. That's going to be her to Pimp a Butterfly. I can see it. She's outstanding. Hmm. See, I get flame for still listening to Eminem, but like, I fucking like. Are you kidding me? Eminem's like he's still oh he's has still amazing. Stuff. He's still honestly like Kamikaze. I fucking love that album. That was a very good album. Was on I was happy when Reco- he dropped it. Is Recovery that came yeah. before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. you mentioned in the song. And no, Recovery was... Uh, no, Revival. It was Revival. revival. Sorry, yeah. I hated that album. See, Revival had... not. It wasn't a good album, but it had a few okay songs. I think there was like maybe one or two songs that I could revisit. It's really tough, though, because his, his last run was Recovery, yeah. uh, Bad Meets Evil, and then the LP2. See, Those all came out around the same... I would say within the five-year mark. Something like that. And... All of them you can listen from start to finish. I think there's like maybe one or two songs I don't really care for, but yeah. more or less you can listen to the whole album straight through, and you wouldn't you would mm-hmm. have no problem. I found that Recovery hasn't aged as well for me, but LP nope. two has aged more. Bad Meets Evil is still awesome, yeah. And I hope. See, and, and even and some I can't of, wait for his newest. Some of Bad Meets Evil, I don't, I don't really. Like oh, that I didn't much. like that one that the, the lights, the lighter song. That's you the only like that one. one eh? Hated it. I didn't like that. One. I didn't mind that because because it just didn't. I don't know. It just felt like it was that one in the middle of the album that just didn't fucking work. Hmm. Um, the one I was really choked about that a lot of people didn't give much love to was Cocaine from Royce to Five Nine. Not Cocaine. The track Cocaine's on there. Um, <laughs> Going back to Cocaine, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Gonna um, give Cocaine another chance. <laughs> Book of Ryan. I remember no, mentioning it last no, year. No. I remember Meth. mentioning it last year. Book of Ryan. But his track Cocaine in there is awesome. Um, and that was that, his album. His, uh, Royce to Five Nine's album oh, yeah. Book of Ryan was Awesome. Plus his two albums he did before with Prime and Prime Two, that he did with DJ Premier. Yeah, man, I'll still listen to Eminem, Swollen Members. Fuck, I don't know, man. Everyone's just like Eminem sucks. No, he doesn't because you can actually understand what he says and he raps. Already sucks. Well, and see, I didn't like Kamikaze because he does try to rap. He has that style a little bit on some of them. He does it as a front to the other ones. I get that. And, and he, he does, does it better, better where yeah, I actually yeah. understand mm-hmm. the words. Like the one that he did with Royce was We Are Not Alike. Yeah. That's how much we have in common. Yeah, that's how much we have in common. We are not alike is not alike us. Uh, Lucky is another one that sounds... Yeah. Oh, exactly. but that's a, dude, that's, Lucky is such a good one. Lucky it's you. good, but it does sound mumble-esque. Like it, it has, it has it gets the same, closer. It has the same flow, yeah. but you can hear the lyric. See, I just don't like that sound. No, so I know he's doing. I know he's doing. I know why he's Snoop doing. Snoop Dogg it. did the best ever. That was so good. 
I know he he, oh, he did. There's I'll a send you the look up uh, Snoop Dogg making fun of mumble rap. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. It's, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, like Fifty Cent's there with Lloyd Banks and the rest of the G Unit. It was so. Where does Wiz Khalifa fall into this? He's not really mumble. Eh? No, he, he was kind of. He's got his own. He, he almost does his own thing. Surprisingly, yeah. um, Obi Trice put out an album called The Fifth. New? Yep. What? Not good. Yikes. I'm so choked. I'm a huge. I'm still a fan of Cheers. Cheers his, was funny. His <laughs> album Cheers was so good. And for some reason, this one's not a music man. So he, I'm very Eminem. Did Eminem brought work. Obi. Uh, Obi he Trice. Did. No, Eminem, he didn't bring it in. He brought him into Interscope. Interscope. Sorry, so yeah. when Eminem blew up, it was up, a crew. He brought D12, even though D12 was their own thing, and I think Eminem was in there. But it's it's a really hazy story. Mm-hmm. But I know him and Proof were really good friends, so that's how that started. And then Obi was from Detroit, and I'm pretty sure Obi was a part of it. And then yeah. they came in. So when Interscope, when he went to Interscope, he brought the guys with them, yeah. and then he helped produce Obi's album, just like for the Chronic Two, Chronic 2001. Sorry. Um, Eminem wrote a lot of Dr. Dre's lines in there, which Dre has said he's a producer. He's like mm-hmm. not a lyricist, right? Mm-hmm. But he can just say them so good. Yeah. But anyways, go check out Cheers from Obi Trice. It's really good album. You this won't, one you won't the, be disappointed. Yeah, this one, the fifth, just fell, man. Yikes! It, it did not one track. No, no, no. There, there are some good tracks, but yeah. overall, it just fell. And then the other one I want to bring because we don't talk about music. No, this is the, I was gonna say this music. is the most in-depth like conversation yeah. we've had about music all rap. Like, for two years. <laughs> I would also highly, highly recommend the Black Keys album. Let's rock. Black Keys back in it again. Eh? Oh man. This album is very good, and they're kind of indie rock, aren't they? They would they would be classified, I believe, as indie rock or alternative rock, mm-hmm. but I would think indie rock. This album was really good. Turn Blue was their last album, which I thought was okay. El Camino was a great one. I actually still have the the vinyl for that. That one was a very good one, and I went to that concert tour when I was living in Calgary. Yeah. But Let's Rock is very good. Mm-hmm. Like it. It's got it's got the right amount of low fidelity in the music mm-hmm. that it feels like it's still underground, and they yeah. do some really cool things that um, a guy no name Maddie he pointed out that they do sonically that I didn't notice, and it he's a musical genius yeah. in his own right, and he's like I just don't know how they were able to mm-hmm. to, to do certain things. So, anyways, sonically it's a it's and lyrically and everything very good album if you like uh, that type of rock. What else we got? I don't know. That's no, it. That's all. Mm-hmm. More or less, yeah. All right. Thank you to everyone who's joined in on another episode of the F Word. We always appreciate it every time you do. Um, if you do have a chance to head over to Apple Podcasts, I surprisingly we surprisingly have five ratings. Are you sure it's five ratings? Five, or is it five just star. Five five star ratings. Well, I, like, I I looked in. I was like making sure because I, I felt bad. Because you got really excited. I'm like, fuck, did I like screw this up? Well, I looked at it. I'm like, did I over, did I misinterpret it? But yeah, no, no, I looked and now it's a five, five star. Do they have any like comments or anything under them? Uh, I don't know. I think one, there's like maybe one, like one word just like, I don't, I don't know. I'll look, I'll look right now. Have a look and then let <laughs> me know because we can put it on Instagram or something. Um, if you do have a chance to rate it, uh, whether you're listening on Anchor, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, or YouTube. We have seven now. We have seven. Seven five star. Oh, sweet. No comments though. Um, if you're able to go onto those, I think Apple Podcast is the big one. Also mm-hmm. Stitcher as well. But if you want to give us a rating, even if it's a low rating, if you want to put a comment, anything will be super helpful. Um, we just really appreciate it. Also, you can go over to the SAS Podcast Network website at saspodcastnetwork.com. I believe it's dot com. Um, go on our Facebook at the F Word. I'm 
we're we're trying to add more things because I think we've we've been good by doing the same thing over and over. But I think we need. Well, to I think we got the audio up. like part and like the yeah chemistry down. Yes, and like we've had like honestly, there's lots of like times that we've had a conversation. Like I wish we were fucking recording this. Like that'd make a good video. Like lots of our like actually like more like political like just like on the like, line of political. Like we have a like yeah. really good conversation with all that stuff. Well, and and I think it's more so because this this environment that we try to create is just like you're hanging out with us in a basement on a couch and just talking about things without any judgment mm-hmm. and i'm trying like and and by judgment i mean like we're not going to outright call you something and actually mean it because i think words and intent are two separate things that mean something um but anyways if you know of anybody that's also interested in joining our little basement sessions that we have here uh um, phrasing i guess uh i just want to listen to a couple guys a few guys three guys hanging out just talking about movies and stuff and and now maybe a little bit more music mm-hmm. uh if we can uh we would love it if you can pass it along and uh, yeah you can always reach out to me at the fwords g on twitter again email us at the fwords podcast at gmail.com specifically if you have a review of something because that's something i want to introduce and i'm going to reach out to arturo to write a few more well i have one guy who actually has a music reviewing account who's like a fan of who was a fan of entertain facts so i'm sure he like he'd be ask him now yeah anything you want reviewed um just send it to us and we'll just throw it on there. And I want to thank Arturo for sending us our first one for it chapter two. So he recommends it. And we think if he recommends it, it's worth taking a look at. Um, that's it. Make sure you're following the lazy Canadian on Instagram, the effort podcast on Instagram as well. And of course, like I mentioned, Facebook, all of that stuff. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for all your support and listening to us for another week. I am G. I'm the meme machine. I'm Vass. And we are out. Vaseline. Thank you.